The Patterson Foundation strengthens people, organizations, and communities by focusing on issues that address mutual aspirations, foster wide participation, and encourage learning and sharing. Each day, each one of us goes beyond the blog. Join the journey. Hi, I'm Kelly Alexander, current fellow with the Patterson Foundation, and your host today for a deep dive into advancing philanthropic leadership through a fellow's perspective. Today, I'll be speaking with Connor LaGrange, 2021-2022 fellow with the Patterson Foundation here in Sarasota, Florida. The Patterson Foundation's Advancing Philanthropic Leadership Initiative encompasses a series of creative efforts to strengthen the capabilities of emerging philanthropic leaders. Within each of the endeavors, aspiring leaders have the opportunity to build their willingness, capacity, and foresight to incorporate innovative strategies for long-term change. Through a collaboration with the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, the world's first school dedicated solely to the study and teaching of philanthropy, the Patterson Foundation's Fellows Program provides graduates of the world's first school of study and teaching of philanthropy with a year-long career-building opportunity to learn innovative philanthropic principles and share their expertise through engaging initiatives tied to their personal passions. I'm now joined by Connor LaGrange. Connor, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. That was uh, quite the intro. It seems like we get to be part of something pretty cool around here. Before we dive into the super cool opportunities that you had the opportunity to be a part of, Tell me how you found your way to the School of Philanthropy with the master's degree. Yeah, that's a great question. So I'm originally from Indianapolis, born and raised, probably 10 minutes from IUPUI's campus. Um, I I went to high school in downtown, and when we graduated high school, our parents were like, hey, we don't care what you do, but you have to go live somewhere else and and gain perspective. So went and lived in Africa for a little bit, came back and went right into IUPUI and studied communication. Um, not necessarily like marketing and PR, but more the science behind why people interact the way that they do. I kind of figured no matter where you go in life, everybody's going to be chatting with each other and communicating with one another. And, and if you can figure out the nuances behind that, then maybe you can can get a leg up in, in whatever field you choose. Um, so I went that path and I actually had the opportunity to speak at commencement with IUPUI at Lucas Oil Stadium. Very cool, able to to address them with some some thoughts that I had. And when I got done, when I walked off the stage, I actually had an email from the Lilly Family School of Philanthropy that said, hey, we really liked a couple of the things that you said up there. We'd love for you to come chat with us and learn more about your school. So I ended up getting to be in the same room as them. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of clicked like a lot of the things that I had done in my previous life with nonprofit work and volunteerism in the city. There was actually an academic side to it and a side that I could, you know, turn myself into a more nuanced, more multifaceted individual and in attacking the world's problems. And I felt like the folks at the Lilly School could give me that academic basis of, of how to, to go about and, and create deep and meaningful community change. Um, so that's kind of how I <laughs> blindly stumbled into the Lilly School program <laughs> and, and what they had to offer. Yeah, that's an incredible story. And with that communications background, that connection background, and coming into the field of philanthropy, when did you really hear about the fellowship and what pulled you to apply? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, day one, when I finally got in that room to, to chat with the folks at the Lilly School, they, um, I think it, it might have been two weeks after Hannah Sager-Karnai, you know, the inaugural fellow, accepted her position. 
they said, hey, there's this very innovative foundation that we have this blossoming partnership with in Sarasota. It's something that you should keep you know, tucked in the back of your mind for after you graduate. So after being able to, to participate in the Patterson Foundation Study Away course that they offered with the Lilly School, being able to participate in, in the course Beyond the Check that, that Deborah Jacobs taught, it was familiarizing myself with TPF and then kind of saying, okay, is this something that I want to, to actually pursue? And, and after those two courses, it was like, yep, this is what we're going to do. I interacted with Deborah, you know, four times and was like, that's somebody that I want to learn from. For, for an extended period of time. And so I really just worked on how am I going to get to be in the same space with that type of leader who wants to pour into you. After day one and, and after being able to, to familiarize myself in, in a couple different ways, it, it's what made the most sense as a one more step before launching into whatever, whatever life has for me. Connor, I want to jump back to something that you brought up, working with Deborah and learning from Deborah. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, I think being able to to work with somebody who views issues and challenges in the community in the way that she does, in the sense of there's there's never been a tax to her that I think is impossible. You know, she she calls it a possibilitarian, and so being able to be in a space where everything is possible and everything is on the table, and and innovation is is not a bug. It is the feature and, and the on, only feature, right? How can we innovate in everything that we do? How can we, you know, we say, how can we show up in ways that, that others can't or won't? That's the definition of innovation, filling in, in those gaps, finding ways to, to strengthen people, organizations, and communities in bright new ways. And so being able to rub shoulders with her every day for a year, knowing that wherever I go next, that translates the ideas that that she has the the phrases that you know her TPF isms that she has all of those translate not only to whatever's the next career step but maybe even more importantly to when you go home in your everyday life and the the model of of caring that she embodies and that subsequently TPF embodies is is something you're not going to find in a lot of places and something that I think is is truly important to cling on to. And so being able to be with a world changer like that was, it, it would have been silly of me to, to not want to pursue that. So tell me about some of the extraordinary work. I think it was Hannah, the, the first fellow who discussed TPF as a cooktop, right? A huge French stove, a bajillion different things on the stovetop, right? And it's your job as a TPFer and particularly as a fellow to know what's in every single pot, what needs to be turned down, what needs to be stirred, what might be boiling over that maybe we need to move to a different pot. So I think there's always a, a litany of things happening. For me, I'll, I'll speak to part of the, the partnership with the IU uh, Lilly Family School of Philanthropy, which was the Study Away course uh, in partnership with TPF. Um, so we were able to welcome 10 students down from the Lilly School for a week of, of learning with us, a week of kind of immersing themselves in the innovative ways of TPF. And so being able to not only have the 10 students, but have all of our consultants, you know, across the four different learning themes that we had for, for the Lilly students, um, everything from, you know, the campaign for grade level reading to our, our Thrive Ability initiative was involved. Our digital access initiative was involved. 
um, you know, being able to, to engage those students in what we do and why it's meaningful was amazing. And being able to include, you know, our, our local nonprofits in on that as well was superb being able to engage them in a different way than they'd ever engaged with the Patterson foundation. And so I think, you know, as that week came to a close, we, we had a, a knowledge sharing session at the end and being able to listen to what affected the students, how, how their outlook on particular aspects of philanthropy or of the sector changed over the course of the week was definitely something that, you know, I, I had a smile when, when my head hit the pillow that, that night. But that's definitely something that I think really put TPF on the map for a lot of Lily students who maybe weren't familiar with it and is definitely something I think that in the future will continue to, to benefit those students as they go affect, you know, change in their own communities. Yeah. But I do want to ask after this incredible opportunity that you've had, who should be interested in this and what are the three key things that made you ready to launch into the field of philanthropy with views, with skills, with connections? Yeah, that's a good question. I think to the who should be interested. Any Anybody at the Lilly School who wants to affect change in a way that maybe it hasn't been done before. And I think it's, you know, I'll, I'll use two, two different sayings. I think anybody who wants to, to think outside of the box or even people who want to think inside of the box but go have we actually explored all four corners of the box like maybe there's there's areas of this box that we haven't you know been been in touch with or 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 explored recently anybody who who has that frame of mind who's willing to take risks in the field of philanthropy being able to look at the role of philanthropy and be open-minded to new ideas those types of people i think are people who who should at least consider being a, a, attracted to the fellowship, right? TPF talks about all the time, we don't arrive with the answer. And what does that mean? It means when you show up, you keep your mouth closed and you ask great questions. And so people who might excel in the space are people who have the situational awareness, or as Deborah might say, the, the empathy antenna, the, the cognizance to just ask great questions, and realize that not only can can we not change everything with the little that we know, but organizations can't change everything with what they know. It, it takes all of us asking the right questions to propel us forward. And so I think, I mean, that is those three things are things that I've learned is is how to how to take risk appropriately, but how do you step out in faith with what you've learned? And then an, an, another thing that that you'll learn and a muscle that you'll build is just the the teamwork gene. There's nothing that happens at, at the Patterson Foundation in isolation. Everything is about is about systems and how we can each you know fill the gaps um, with each other and, and build great teams. Uh, and, and lastly, you know, speaking speaking to that humility part, you know, you're going to learn how to learn, and that sounds cheesy to learn how to learn. But that is that is a skill that will take you far. Being able to be inquisitive, being able to be curious, being able to to look at situations and say, "What else is possible?" Those are those are things that are are definitely muscles that will either be built or or strengthened and refined. Yeah, absolutely. I think all the fellows are incredibly unique in their own way. But as Deborah Jacobs says, you know, we all have a shared aspirations to be change makers and to change the world. 
I do want to just wrap us up today with allowing a couple moments to just anything that else we should highlight, anything else you would like to share. That's a good question. There's a, there's a, a, a difficult one, right? Trying to condense like 16 months of your life into 20 minutes of, yeah. of chatting. Um, I think the fellowship changes your life and that is as cliche as it gets but it's true because i think each fellow has come in like you just said so unique not one of us has had the same background not not one of us has taken all the same classes at the lily school nobody's had the same work experience some of us are coming to the table 10 years into our career Uh, some of us are coming in 10 minutes into our career everything that we take away is going to be different you know, my experience is going to be so different from yours and that's great and that's intentional and somehow it's done in a way that's not obvious. But when you get to the end of your time, you go, oh my goodness, I had a totally different experience than, than so-and-so and such-and-such and And it changed my life by either building these muscles or by tearing down maybe muscles that you didn't need to use and and helping to refine new ones or being able to, to strengthen you in, in particular aspects. So I think it's a, a risk to take for sure. Um, but it's, it's one that if, if you let it will, will really refine your career path. And I think you'll, you'll be five, six, seven years down the road and go, oh, wow, that, that made a difference. And I'm where I am and I'm who I am and I'm doing what I'm doing now because of that. Wonderfully said. Well, Connor, thank you for joining us today. I I look forward to connecting again in that five to seven year period, really, and seeing, you know, all that all that there is to see on your professional journey in philanthropy. So to learn more about the Patterson Foundation, please do visit the PattersonFoundation.org. Thank you, Connor. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for joining us beyond the blog.